0: Well, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Uncertain Time. How you doing? How's it going? How's everybody just, doing? How are you? Is it you're fine? Are you not fine?
1: Have you lost all sense of time, like we have?
0: Uh, this is it's Thursday. If you're watching this when this goes up, that's a day of the week. There are seven. There are about thirty to thirty-one in a month, and
1: you just tricked me. <laughs> We're filming on a Tuesday,
0: and I was like, "What?" Yeah. This? Oh, wow. Well, a spoiler alert for everybody. So we film on Tuesdays. This is us from the past. This is a time paradox we're about to get into. The top. I is hope nothing crazy forever, happens forever on Forever spinning. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, we are two weirdos who run online businesses, and we are trying to navigate through all of the craziness that's going on in the world and just sharing the journey with you. That's kind of the point of this series. So, if you don't know who we are, I'm Jason Zook.
1: And I'm Caroline Zook.
0: We run two businesses, Wandering Aimfully, which is a?
1: Unboring coaching program for intentional online business owners. And an
0: online software product, online course software product, I forgot a key word there, Did you called wanted... Teachery. I just started it. Good it's job. brand new, so I don't know.
1: <laughs> Good job describing that. It's only that been around
0: since 2013. Company we've had
1: for seven years. Okay.
0: It's only been around for like a little while. Okay, so got a couple topics we wanted to cover today on what we're working on, what we're doing. I have
1: no idea what we're talking about, which is my favorite way to show up to these, and then it's just gonna be a surprise. Yeah,
0: you just do what you can. So, the first topic I want to discuss is our launch plan. So, we've talked about this on previous Uncertain Times recordings, but maybe this is the first one you're watching or you forgot because days are like seven years long now. We are doing our final enrollment of our coaching program through Wandering Aimfully in two weeks. About a week and a half actually now as of recording this. So May 18th through June 1st. The last time we're going to accept any coaching members for the rest of 2020. And this is a big decision for us because Wandering Aimfully is our main source of income, and we have to get new people in because we do a monthly model, and the coaching program ends after six months. So, you know, you need a new crop of people to keep money coming, and money makes the world go around, as we all know. You want to buy blenders, you want to buy flowers, you want to buy purses, candles, and hair extensions, you want to buy candles, eyelash
1: extensions, eyelash
0: hair extensions. It's both. They wrap around and they came off. Business idea. Anyway, the, this is our last launch for this. This yeah. is our last push because our goal is in 2021 to travel, which who knows if we're going to mm-hmm. do that. We'll keep you posted on that later on in the year. But we have a lot that goes into this. So the three things I wanted to talk about, which I think maybe people listening or watching to this can uh, maybe get some value from. So one, how are we handling all the to-dos of a launch? Two, Love it. how do we prioritize those things? Because mm-hmm. just writing them all down is not enough. And then three how do we avoid getting stressed out during this process? Mm-hmm. So those are my three soft pitches to you.
1: And I have to answer all three. No. I could talk for days. I already
0: was talking for days, so. Oh, okay. But yeah, let's, you know.
1: Let's break it down. Let's, let's try and not let's talk for days. Start with number one, how are we managing all the to do's? Is that yeah, what I got? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so we have over time developed process. Asana is really what is helping us. I know you've probably heard this before.
0: Well, I think we even have a step before that. What? Like our just initial meeting where we literally write everything down before it even ends up in Asana.
1: Right, yes.
0: So maybe, I I think the productivity nerds who watch or listen are probably like, but tell me like all the details. Okay, so So, start
1: from start to finish.
0: Yeah, sure, we don't have to like go into like, you know, how we organize all the tasks and everything. But um, yeah, so we start with a meeting. We basically just brain dump everything.
1: That usually happens in like a Google Doc or a Note.
0: And just so you guys know, I'm usually the one who does not control the Google Docs. Caroline controls the Google Docs or the notes or whatever. Yeah. And I don't know why it essentially that is. I think you're just a better note taker. I am. Yeah. I just write down not good things. Yeah. Not, or bad things. Yeah. Yeah. I
1: just think like communication is my strong point. For sure. So like talking and, and communication.
0: like, like being smart. <laughs> Oh, okay. in a, like an educational capacity, oh. you know, like if we were on the streets and I had to <laughs> fend off some type of, right. you know, I ninjas, would, like I a ninja attack. Back.
1: I would let you'd, you'd be like, it. you'd be like,
0: I can't write notes about this. Not That's not going to help us. That's not going to help us. I my, need my you smarts
1: are not in the streets right can now. Somehow
0: deflect ninja stars. But anyway, if we're in wow. the
1: office and there are no no ninjas, um, ninjas, robbers of any kind, no. we're not in the streets. No, then no. I usually step up and take the.
0: We ain't <laughs> out here in the streets. We're just in the office working. What
1: a good complimentary pair we are.
0: Wow. So we have this meeting, this big brain dump, and typically that can take anywhere from one to two hours. Yeah. Of really just laying out all of the things.
1: Hot tip, if you're doing that, even if you're doing it by yourself, not with a partner, um, choose the, like, work with your own body's natural energies and choose the time of day when your brain is the most... Active, So for us we have learned we do not do these meetings like after 2 30 p.m. Yeah It does not work well for anyone. So usually this meeting is like in the 10 o'clock to 1 o'clock hour
0: Yes, so we do key. we do that we write all the notes and then typically from there you kind of go into your Asana black hole Yeah, and this is where you set up probably a new project. That's what they're called, right?
1: Yeah. We I mean Asana is crazy. Like it's there's a whole architecture to it. I set up a new project for like whatever the project is. So this would be the May launch project, but I also copy all of the tasks to a master project we have that's called master calendar. Oh. And what I like about that is it gives me the ability to say I have a project for our Way affiliate program and I have a project for our launch cuz to me those are two different things and it allows me to copy all the tasks to our master calendar and manage it all in one calendar view, which Mm, I like.
0: Right, Um, this is actually where we depart because you like the Asana calendar, I dislike the Asana calendar.
1: Yeah, well, we use a multitude of products and it just varies, Like, like you would be hard pressed for someone to look at my workflow and be like, What's how the does difference? this make sense? <laughs> or, well, what is the difference between something that gets put on like an air table calendar versus right. something on an Asana but, calendar. And for me, it's like task related versus content related. Yeah, it's yeah. just like a very, so you got to work with what works for you. But the major key about Asana is at least there's a date to every task, which yeah. is very important, even if it gets moved, which ideally it doesn't, but it allows you to go, okay, I can see forward four weeks from now where this, where we're going to have to have all of these different things done. And we like to reverse engineer. So it's like, okay, in order for the launch to be ready to go, we need the launch emails written. Okay. Then that means the week before we need to write those. That means the week before the website has to be updated to have, you know, all the bells and whistles that we want to add to that. Oh, we have an affiliate program. Well, we want to give them at least three weeks of a heads up. So we need to actually prioritize that first because it's the most time. So just the time view really allows you to kind of work backwards.
0: Yeah. And one thing I want to say that you can get very lost in like, make a task for all the things in Asana. So just a very quick example, writing the launch emails for this, so our sales emails, there's the writing of them in the Google doc, there's the putting of them into drip as broadcasts, there's setting up whatever tags and things need to be set up like link triggers and whatnot, there's proofreading them and making sure, there's adding the images and then there's scheduling. So that writing the launch emails is seven tasks individually written out. Those get assigned to each person, we assign a date for them.
1: We use those as subtasks.
0: And you might be thinking like, holy crap, that's overkill. Well, guess what? So many people go, how do you guys manage all the things? This is how you do it. That's how we do it. You break it down to almost as small of a thing as it possibly can be. You assign it to a person, you give it a date, and then you make sure it gets done.
1: Here's what I also love about that, for me personally and the way I work, you don't struggle with this, but- You're
0: saying that to them? Wow, that's assumptive.
1: You guys don't struggle with this at all. No, you, (laughs) Robot Jason, does not struggle with this, but Leap, loop. I need, um, in order to stay kind of on track, I need to be able to wake up in the morning and look at my something and say, <laughs> what do I do today? You know, like what yeah. do I need to get done today? And it's if, like your
0: version of mirror, mirror on the wall, except it's like yeah. Asana, Asana on the wall. Right. Please tell me the tasks
1: like, that I must it's do. Or it's like my version of having a boss, but the boss is me. It's right. like past me is the boss of yes, future me.
0: Absolutely. And That's the same for me. Yeah, past That's ball. my Google calendar. Is, my Google Calendar is, is my previous boss. Yeah. He's like, "Hey Jason, here's what we're going to do this week." Yeah. And then like today's Jason wakes up and he's like, "What are we doing today?" Oh, okay. But then it's
1: fun because like I as the like employee version of myself, I'm like, "Oh, damn it, I have to do this today. Like oh, my boss is on. such a meanie." But then I get to also be the boss of two weeks in yeah, the future yeah, yeah, yeah. me. Yeah. So so you know, you can like play again, with the power dynamics again, there. Yeah. Again,
0: inception stuff. Okay. So, <laughs> uh The big meeting, the Asana list, I then take my to-dos and I put them on Google Calendar and I block off time for those.
1: And I don't do that. I do that day by day. So in the morning, I will sit down, I'll do my little self-care thing in the morning where I do like journaling and I do meditation and all that stuff. And then that puts me in a really good kind of energetic place to slip into work mode. And I sit down and I say, okay, according to Asana, these are the three big things I have to get done today. What timing and order do I want to get those done in, based on how I feel? This is how we're different. Jason d- does not work based on how he feels. He just says, "I just work." He just works. Yeah. He just goes, "Great." That's,
0: I will say that's not a hundred percent true because with plaques passing and with all the COVID stuff, I definitely I've was a human some... for like a week or cool. two so or three or four. Like there were. There's even days, like last week, I think I had a where day. You're just
1: like, I can't do this right now. And I was just
0: like, nope, I have I have no focus for some reason. I yeah. just can't do it. So
1: it yeah. happens. Okay, no, that's, that's great. Yeah, I'm evolving. And I think most of us are that way. Where It's like certain, as we mentioned with the meeting, certain tasks are better suited at certain times of the day. So I'll look at my schedule and I'll say, okay, great, like, I need to crank out these slides for, I also really need those um, micro containers. Like I'm going to give myself one hour to do this task and wherever I get on the end of that. And then I pepper in like rewards for myself throughout the day. So it's like, all right, if I get these slides done in an hour I can like play my little iPhone game that I like to play for 15 minutes or watch a YouTube video. And that makes me feel joyful. And like, I'm not just like hard focused for every hour of the day.
0: So I think that's how we get all the things done to do wise so then how do we prioritize those so we have this whole list yeah how do we pick what gets done first
1: i mean we go back through and we say kind of like we just look for the factors of prioritization one of them being one we already mentioned which is the timing so for example the affiliates we had to get out sooner than everything else because we needed to give them time to come up with a plan but then you also start to see like you see the house of cards being built and you go okay well we can't send the affiliate emails until we have the basic launch schedule so let's actually prioritize that first so you kind of reverse engineer everything and then go you trace it back like okay what needs to be in place in order for us to do this task yeah. what needs to play until you get to something that doesn't have a dependency that doesn't require anything else and you start there yeah um, another prioritization then in general if something doesn't have a time quality to it I think we sit down and go is this gonna move the needle for us? Right. So for example, we had a meeting where we were you were talking about doing another YouTube video and we were looking at all the stuff we had in front of us and this was like to kind of drum up excitement and marketing before. And as we looked at our bandwidth, we said, okay, is what's the purpose of that task? Is it going to move the needle for the launch? And if, if the answer is, I don't know, then we need to focus and prioritize something that we know will move the needle. So, you know, like writing the really good launch emails or um, having coming up with like an Instagram lead strategy, something like that.
0: Yeah, yeah. we tend to really weigh, you have all these to-dos because those are all the things that you think that you need to do, because that's the other thing. You you make a lot of assumptions during all this process and you go through them and you go, okay, what's really important, what can be removed? And, you know, something like creating more in-depth YouTube videos leading up to our launch we're already doing the Growing Through It case study, which we're Growing Through It series, which we're gonna talk about in a second. So it just doesn't really make sense to invest like 10 to 20 more hours per week on a YouTube video when we already are doing as much YouTube as I think matters for us.
1: Right, it's like if we invested 10 to 20 hours on emailing back people who have emailed right. us from our newsletters, that would probably, probably be a better use of our time. But the main thing that I want you guys to take away from all the things we just mentioned is write it down. Yeah. I don't care if you use a sauna. I don't care if you use a Google Doc, get it out of your brain yep. and start to rearrange things and start to assign dates to things and then start to prioritize things. And I promise you, like, it and will make your life a lot better.
0: One of the best life hacks you can possibly do is every morning, write out your to do's for that day. Yeah. Even if you've already put on your calendar, even if you already like, just make the intention every day, take five to 10 minutes and say, these are the things I want to get done. And if you want to check in with yourself at the end of the day or just next morning, how did yesterday go? What do I need to focus on? That in itself is like one of the best productivity hacks you can possibly do. Okay, so let's talk about how we avoid stress during mm. the launch. Go ahead.
1: I think prioritizing your own self care apart from work things, mm-hmm. um, and learning from in the past, everyone, like we said, works differently. So for me, I really need to balance short bursts of focus, but I can't do that for a long, a prolonged period of time. So I was right. saying like peppering in the breaks and the little rewards and those things, because that tells my like subconscious brain, like, Oh, this is joyful. Like, this is fun. Like, y- yeah, you're focusing, but also, and so my problem is like when I get to a work day where I'm like, I got it, I got to work from start to finish and every second is a moment lost in order to get, move the ball forward and like that's what stresses me out. It's yeah. like the time crunch element.
0: For me, it's getting everything done way ahead of time. So we have done plenty of launches where we are writing the sales email the night before during the launch.
1: It's so fun and we don't fight about (laughs) it and everybody's great and nobody's anxiety flares up during that.
0: There's already, if you've ever launched anything or if you've ever even thought about it, there's such a heightened level of stress. There's a heightened level of like, are people gonna like this? Are people gonna be offended by me doing more sales emails? Like just all of these thoughts that swirl around. What you don't need is the added layer on top of, I have to get this thing done and I only have a couple hours to do it. It just, it makes it all so much more of a problem and it makes it more hectic. So for us, that's why we try and have every single thing done for a launch, literally at least a week ahead of time. Yeah. And so yesterday we actually sat down and we really looked at the time of like, what okay, what are we spending on, spending time on now? Okay, what's this week? What's next week? What's the week after? Cause that's basically I think how many weeks we have until the launch. And then we figure out what needs to be prioritized and what has to be done before certain times. And so the goal is to just get everything done, have every sales email written, have the sales page ready to go, have every single tagging thing, all the affiliates, just everything ready so that the day launch starts, which for us in this one is May 18th, we have nothing left to do except either hit publish on things or put things out on social or answer emails and everything is just ready to go.
1: Yeah. I think for me also a thing of the, going back to our first question, that's what helps me manage the stress is knowing that I've assigned a time to every single task. So I know in my brain that there's enough time to do what we need to do. It's years before when we didn't do that. And we just like, it was all swirling around in my head and my brain would just constantly worry about, I don't think we can get this done. I don't think we have enough time to get all the things done. And by breaking it down into small pieces, it's like, my brain can be like, no, we do. Cause I already thought about that. Previous me, boss me already thought about it. And she said, Carol. yeah, if you stick to this schedule, like you can do it. And then it just becomes really sticking to that schedule and yep. allowing yourself to choose what is good enough. Yep. What's a good enough sales page. What's a good enough email and not allowing yourself to spend 20 hours on one task.
0: Yeah, cool. So let's uh, switch to my second topic, which is growing through it. I just wanted to talk about uh, what our idea is for moving these forward. And then also, I thought it might be interesting for people to hear how much time these take. Mm-hmm. Because uh, a new person who joined Watering the really recently, Katya, hello Katya, if you're watching or listening, um, basically just mentioned she joined because of the content that we create and like how we create such high quality content, which is very appreciated, thank you so much. But I thought it would be interesting just to share the process of one of these growing through it case studies. And so if you haven't seen one, you can go to wanderingamplycom articles. You can find them there, or you can find them here on YouTube if you're watching on YouTube. Um, they're basically 30 to 40 minute long webinars for lack of a better term, like a workshop, a video workshop that they w- then we turn into a post, an article that's about 4,000 words long and has about 40 images, uh, along with a full homepage redesign that you do and like all this strategy stuff. So how long do you think it takes start to finish? To do one of these and by the way we well, aren't getting like, paid to do these
1: me like combined Total. My, yeah, both of us. my hours and your hours yeah. i think to, to get
0: an article and a video out of this 50 <laughs> yeah hours I, I i kind of counted it up and i think it's around 50 to 60 hours <gasps> yeah yeah that's, that's it so it's a full week of our work to do one of these case studies now yeah. you might be saying to yourself why? Why? Why would you spend so well, much time? it's so
1: funny that you said that because I actually, I wrote this down on my phone. I wish I had it with me. I'm going to turn it into probably an Instagram slider. But like I had this thought where this idea of like, are you creating content for the likes or are you creating content for the sales? Yeah. And so just, and, and you know, both have a purpose in your business, but the thing about growing through it is yes, they take so much time. And you would look at the view count and be like, Okay, for a couple hundred views, like you guys that's what you guys are spending all this time for. But what you don't realize is that and we talked about this because we talked about do we split when we've realized the first one was forty five minutes long. We said to ourselves do we split it up into like each section is a short five minute video and they lead into each other because people won't, you know, watch for that long and all this stuff and maybe it'll get more views that way. And then we were we were really wrestling back and forth for like a morning and then I just had this moment where I was like, oh wait a second. If our purpose for these videos is to show people that we know what we're talking about, we have experience with business, we can really help people in tangible ways, not just send out like motivational maxims about like getting out of your own way to improve your revenue for your business. Like, no, 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 these are real things you can do for your business. If that's our goal is to show people that we're experienced to get them to sign on for coaching, then we don't want people who can't sit through a 45 minute video in order to learn tangible things for their business. And so it became this easy decision. And so I bring that up because the why behind it is all the things that I just mentioned, which is that we wanted a way to show people to not promise them that their business is going to change and just have them say, trust us. Like yeah. th- there's so many coaches out there that do that. It's like, no, no, no. If you want to trust us or if if we want you to trust us, we need to build that trust by showing you that we know what we're talking about.
0: Yeah. And, and I think so much of that decision to, let those videos be as long as they needed to be to get the job done, which we decided was such a great lead-in to, if you're willing to watch a free video where we go through someone's business start to finish, we apply this five-step checklist, and that's our Growing Through It video series, then when you get into our coaching program and you now have seven recorded sessions that are basically all the topics that we go through in a Growing Through It video, and now you have an hour in each of those where you can learn exactly what we talked about to apply to your business, there's not a better roadmap to lead someone through from you're not a paying customer, you're a stranger as we talk about on the mainland to then coming over to our castle as we also discuss, which is our product and, and purchasing. Yeah. And so that really makes sense. And, and I think the, you're doing it for the sales, not for the likes is such an important thing to think about when you're thinking about the content that you wanna create is what is the point of this piece of content?
1: Yeah. and if. And even if it's going to be something that gets lower engagement or lower vanity metrics, if you know that it's going to move the needle for the right person in order to trust you, then I think it's worth doing. The other thing that we don't really talk about that often is that's behind the why is we really like it. Like I love, I've been working on these videos and like, I love going deep on one person's business so much. And this is how, you know, also that I think that you like are meant to be an entrepreneur is like, you just love the puzzle of business so much. Like, Every single I wish I could do it to every person who submitted a survey because I'm like, I know that we can help every single one of you improve your business. Like you have to do the work and you have to take action on the things we give you, but guaranteed all of these suggestions are things that if you experiment with them, they will get you closer to your goal. I know that for a fact.
0: Yeah, for sure. And and I think one thing that's come up in this process of doing these, so you're working on the third one right now. We have two of them that are released. We're probably gonna do a version of one more to actually do during the launch live to actually kind of, so we haven't totally figured that one out, but we're pretty pretty much set on it. But what we've talked about is, and this is not to throw you under the bus that you have to do this, but (laughs) we are hopefully gonna do one of these a month moving forward for our Wandering Aimfully members. Yeah. For for our coaching members, for people within our community. And that's our hope. Fingers crossed, don't hold us to that, but our goal is to be able to do that and maybe we'll be able to figure out a simplified version that's not the 60 hour or 50 hour version, but it's like the 10 hour version. Right. So that it feels like something we could do once a week uh, it's such an amazing value add. It's going to cost nothing uh, additional for someone within our community to do that. And and like you said, we love it. Like we really do like the puzzle. When when someone comes to us and they go, hey, can you help me with my business? This is what I'm doing. Blah blah. Like all of a sudden, like our brains just click into action. Of okay, like what do they do? They have their audience. Do they have their offering? Do they have their marketing? Do they have their content? Like we know all the things that someone needs to do. And when you're that person, it's so hard to see all the things that you need to do right. because you're so close to it and you don't know oh, these are the things that aren't even clear at all to someone else when they're looking at my business. Yeah.
1: The other thing that I would say just to, that can hopefully be valuable to someone listening or watching out there is we never would have come up with this idea if we hadn't been willing to experiment with our content and try different things. And so... If you're if you're kind of like oh well what content do I create or what do I do think about your processes yep. think about like who you're helping all the time and what process you've developed over time what patterns you've seen that's what helped us come up with this five step checklist is like there's a pattern to the things that we recommend for people and so it just took us sitting down and going oh what is that pattern we didn't we couldn't put steps to it before but now we've outlined it and now it's given the, us this great framework to walk through for people's businesses
0: I didn't even tell you this but uh, I do these Monday check-ins with our members and we do it in Slack. And it's like, it's this thing called Momentum Mondays. It's a fun accountability thing that gets included if you wanna do it with our coaching program. And that's not to sell you on that, it's just to bring up an example. Um, There's a gentleman who has this business that he wants to start, where he does video tours and photo tours of homes that are up for sale. Because so often, you know, some, some people do a good job, but most people don't. They just take iPhone photos yeah. and it's such a bad experience. And he's like, I, for like 200 bucks, and I don't know what the exact price is, but he's like, for 200 bucks, I'll go in and film a video, I'll take photos. It'll take me like two hours total to do it. And they can have such professional photos and videos. And I'm like, yeah, this is a great idea. This is something a lot of people would probably say is it yes for to. for the
1: person trying to sell the house? Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah.
0: For the person trying to sell the house. And and so he his idea was, I'm gonna cold call or cold email a bunch of realtors or people who are selling their houses and ask them if they want this service. And he's been really deflated because he's heard nothing back. Yeah. And I'm like, it's because you're trying to tell them yeah. what you're doing as opposed to showing. Yeah. So what you need to do is find someone who's willing to have you do this for free. Make the awesome video, make the set of photos. Then every time you email someone about this, you go, "I can make your house look like this." Yep, that is the way to do it. So for us, the growing through it case studies, these things, it's exactly what we're trying to show people. Of here's exactly what we show don't tell.
1: It's funny because I'm working on our third growing through it episode now, and that's a key thing in it. I know you don't know this yet because I've been working on it, but you know, he, he is a marketing agency and it's like, I can't find a case study on his website. Right. And it's like, if you are going to be the, the agency that has integrity, that only, you know, only you get paid if there are real results, show people what you can do for other people's businesses, what you've already done to get people results. you Yeah.
0: Know? Yeah. Cool. All right. My, uh, my last uh, thought on my list, besides we have a little, uh, each of us bringing a recommendation to you, uh, this week was what's going on with tea tree, old well, tea tree. Tea tree. And I thought I would bring this up because I think it's a really good illustration of you have to focus. Yeah. And so for us, you were working on tea tree a month ago, essentially, and it was your full-time thing that you were working on. And then when we decided Hey, we're going to go ahead with our our last enrollment of our coaching program, everything had to shift to that because we needed all of your focus and momentum to be on that. And if we split that time, we're going to get half the quality of work or less. And we needed the full quality of what you can produce and, yeah. and you know what I can help you with as well. And so I think it's just a really good example of we have this other, other business, I still maintain all the customer service, I have our developer I'm working with every day, like it's still going, but your part of it, this big rebrand, this big UI refresh, we had to put it on hold, which we knew, so that we could focus on this.
1: Yeah, and it, honestly it sucks, but I think it's such a lesson in patience for business. Like you have to sometimes, for the better strategy of what you're trying to achieve. Like Jason said, go all in on this other thing and have patience that you're gonna come back to that other thing in time. So if I was a a less patient person as a business owner, I would go, no, we have to keep moving the ball forward with Tea Tree and like Jason said, I would try to pull my focus in all these different ways, but I take a step back and I know that the greater strategy is going to be to go all in on one thing at a time and so yeah, we moved kind of the needle forward on tea tree in January and February, and then we shifted over, and now we're gonna do this launch. And the second that the launch is over, I'm gonna be able to go back to Tea tree and really work on that this summer. Yep. And actually we did that too, just from a perspective of, we knew that if there was ever gonna be a window where we could make a big push for coaching, it wasn't gonna be in the middle of the summer, nope. although I don't know what What's, buying patterns are yeah. gonna be happening now. But usually, historically for us, um, summer is not a good launch time. Yep. So we knew, okay, as much as I want to continue forward on this path and work on Tea Tree all the time because I was making such progress and it felt so good, um, I have to do the smart thing and shift for a while. And this is another thing we talked about in the second growing through it episode with Lauren's business is just because you go all in on one thing or pivot your business for three to six months does not mean that that's your path forever. Yeah. It just means, oh, I think of like business like a chess game. It's like, oh, I'm making this move right now. And I know that 12 moves from now, I'm, it's going to be checkmate, but I got to move my pawn forward right now. And it seems like it's not that big of a move, but that move is going to set me up for three moves down the road. And you yeah. just have to think of business like that is what is the move I'm making right now? And you have to own that choice. Yeah.
0: So. yeah and I, I think there's something really smart too about when you're working on a huge project, which is like redesigning this interface and redesigning the brand, it's gonna take a lot more time than you think. And taking a break from it usually helps you to come back with fresh eyes. True. Cause you get so into the weeds of everything that you start to get less motivated, get less excited and just kind of be like, okay, I have to like do all these other pages. Now you can come back to it and go, Oh, look at all the stuff I've done. Oh. I'm excited. It's fun. There's a whole like character that we're going to build out that's going to make everything feel more creative. So uh, I'm really excited about it, but I just wanted to bring it up because we've had to remove it from our plan and our focus on purpose so that we could focus on something else. We couldn't do yeah.
1: it. And the idea is that, um, you know, you have to think of like a cash flow strategy too. The idea is we're hopefully with... Uh, c- c- Oh my god. Cuckoo. A sh- a short cuckoo circuited. Clocks? Whoa.
0: With cuckoo clock? With
1: coaching, yeah. we can get a cash infusion to then bridge the couple of months that it will take to build out the UI for teachering. So you have to be smart with that.
0: Stuff. Yeah, for sure. All right, let's finish up with our recommendations of this random episode here. We just decided to do one recommendation each. I decided to be honest. Uh, ladies first, what are you recommending? I'm looking okay. at it.
1: I have to recommend. I don't know if I've talked about it on other podcast episodes. I, don't think I haven't so. even talked about it that much on my Instagram, which I love this thing so much that I need to talk about it more but
0: this is such a great example too of you think that you love something and you appreciate it and like the person who made it knows because you love and appreciate it so much like you haven't talked about no, this and and for that person to probably hear how you feel about it it's gonna make their day I just think it's such an interesting I, little tidbit to be fair like
1: lots of people are obsessed with this you know, book for sure. but the book is untamed by one Glennon Doyle and it is instantly in my top three favorite books of all time top
0: three yeah. I think, wow, nice. I think, I'm I mean, going to have to read it if it's in your top three.
1: It's really good. Yeah. Um, what I love about it, it is primarily, I will just say, like women are probably going to appreciate it the most, but I think that there's still nuggets of wisdom that men can learn as well. And at the very least, like you'll understand me better after reading this and oh, I was, reading my underlines.
0: I'm listening to her episode on Dax and just Dax Shepard, the Armchair Expert podcast. Yeah. And just like, I mean, I've heard her talk before, but yeah. it definitely just gives me a whole different insight into like, how you think, how you feel, because yes. you're very much similar to her. But then I'm also very similar to her in some ways, too. Yes. And like kind of like the alpha, but not like the like super alpha type of thing.
1: Yeah. So. It's it's Typing. fantastic. So um, it really tells the story of her. Uh, I mean,
0: are you doing a book review?
1: I just want to tell people what it's yeah, okay. about. Yeah, yeah. But for those of you who are not familiar with Glennon Doyle and her story, she is an author. She's a very talented author. But in the past couple of years, she went under this like huge kind of life change, which is that she ended up um, ending her marriage to her husband. That that kind of happened at the end of her last book. She found out he was unfaithful. That's what her whole last book was about. Um, ended up leaving that marriage and falling in love with Abby Wombach, the soccer player. Hilarious. And now they are married and have this beautiful blended family together. But it's really the point of the book is, yes, that's the story of it. But it's really about... There's this beautiful metaphor of a cheetah, which is in the very beginning of the book, which I won't tell you too much about. But it's this idea that we are all so much more wild and true inside of us, but that the world has taught us to think about the shoulds, like I should have this much money, or I should do this, or a woman should act this way, or a mom should act this way, or all these different things, and they're like cages that that kind of cage us in and tame us. And the whole point of the book is kind of shedding those layers and becoming, you know, the wild version of yourself and doing what's right for you inside and not just living by anyone else's rules. But the thing I love about the book, it's not just the message behind it. It's the way that it's written. Yeah. It's written in these short stories that are like two or three pages long. And and the, the names of them are, are just nouns. So it'll be like sparks, <laughs> polar Apples. bears, tick marks, keys, imagine. And my favorite thing about it is that like, You'll read it and you won't really know like what the name pertains to until yeah. you get to like the end or the z- the zinger. She has this like way of wrapping up a short story with this zinger that just like makes you think in such a different way. And I have the whole thing is like underlined. Yeah. And it's just so good and cool. I, All
0: right. Well, before you get lost ro- in like, like huh. reading it.
1: Well, I was tra- <laughs> I was trying to see if I found a thing um, that would. But
0: I mean, I think you, you've sold people on it when it's top three books if you've ever read. Yeah. yeah. It's also Granted, been, you've only read four it's books. It's
1: been like number one on the best the best seller list for like three weeks, which is a big deal.
0: Cool. Uh, all right. My recommendation is completely different. Uh, it is a departure from anything serious and it is very silly. Our friend Jason Marco told me about this YouTube channel and somehow I'm five years behind ever finding it. it Millions
1: is, of people have been watching the videos. It is by. called
0: You Suck at Cooking and it is amazing. Amazing. Refreshing Lemonade also known as sweet and sour juice, is great because you only need three ingredients, a pitcher, a glass, and lemonade. You suck at cooking, yeah, you totally suck. It's amazing. First of all, can you name the tool that we use to cook things Wang that we say? The Wang Jangler. <laughs>
1: Wang Jangler.
0: Uh, it's so good. Just like his narration, his just he train of thought. Give
1: people the premise. It's just like him it's cooking him, recipes, yeah. but they're just like mediocre recipes. Very but,
0: mediocre. But
1: his editing and his.
0: And it's just his dialogue like is his, great. Is hilarious. And just like he just makes up words all the time, which really resonates to me because I make up words all the time for. Every video
1: ends with just like footage of like an animal in nature with a song <laughs> that he made up.
0: Yeah, it's just, it's so good. If you have not heard of it for some reason, you've been under a rock like I have, go check it out. If you have heard of it, and maybe you haven't watched the video in a long time.
1: Tell them to start. Go with, watch. What was the very first one?
0: Lemonade we, was the one I showed you. Was, was not
1: the, the first one, it was the one right before that. What was it?
0: Uh, I don't remember. But le- go find okay, the lemonade one, good. is such a great one to start with, just because obviously it's like you don't need a recipe for lemonade, which is perfect.
1: Oh, it was the salad one.
0: Yeah. Anyway, any of them will be fine. Any of them will be fine. They're all funny. Uh, You suck at cooking is my recommendation. Get a laugh. Uh, I spent like two hours watching three-minute videos. I'm going to go watch one
1: after this just because they make